Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 59 of From the Jingweeds. I want to thank everybody once again for listening and keep keeping up on us, holding us credible for what we say. We are Studio 2, or as I say we, I mean I. We got no Dan this week, he's on vacation with the family to an undisclosed location. I don't want the fans and the paparazzi be following his ass around. So, uh, hope he's having fun, we're going to give this a run. Too bad he's not here because we're watching the final of the Euro Cup, his favorite sport. You know, he follows it all the time. But anyways, we got England in Italy uh, in Wembley Stadium. England went bananas last night. The English, they were outside, out in the streets, singing all night long, lighting firecrackers and uh, shit around Italy's hotel. You know, just getting in their heads, kind of like Lawrence Taylor used to do to all the uh, good running backs and good quarterbacks used to send the ladies of the night to their hotels anytime they stayed in uh, New York City playing the Giants. Of course, they were probably leaving Lawrence's room and he was just passing them on down the hallway. But anyways, beyond that, uh, this I expect to be a pretty good game. Uh, there's been got kind of into a little tiff last night. Went out to a uh, 40th birthday party of a friend and uh, one of the wife's friends... It was her 40th birthday party, and then I kind of get stuck there. Well, not really stuck there, because I was with Smitty. That was cool. Haven't seen him for a couple weeks now, but uh, had to sit there with a couple of the other husbands, and uh, sometimes when you get a group that's not quite into the same things that you are, we all know it gets a little awkward. So uh, Mr. Soccer went nose-to-nose with uh, me last night. Not really nose-to-nose, but just a healthy argument. And uh, I'll argue sports with anybody, uh, at least the four majors. And then you chuck in the fifth major of soccer. Um, I can do that all day long uh, and got into it with them. I thought this was going to be an exciting game or I think it's going to be an exciting game. I got England. Uh, it's tough to not go play a European championship. And then you get the home home court advantage here, so to speak, uh, as they're singing the national anthem. For uh, Italy, there's a couple blue shirts in that stadium, but uh, the rest of them are going to be are waiting to belt out their tunes here in a second. But we also, I got to flip back and forth here because we got uh, John Deere Classic going on, um, and then that uh, celebrity thing that they got up in Tahoe. They got that going on with probably some relief pitcher and Kenny G are probably winning that thing. Uh, Everybody else, I know Barkley's up there getting, I'm sure, struggling. Of course, he does look a lot better than he has before. But got to get up to Tahoe to play some golf. Got an invitation from uh, Mark Stutzman. He's one of the sales reps up there. He was with, uh, I'm not even going to mention the companies because I'll get them backwards for him. But he was down here in the valley for a while, went back home to the Tahoe area, and he's been barking at us jingweeders to get up there and play golf. Um, Hope to get up there soon, someday, maybe the fall. Not sure, maybe a small trip, not the full jingweed trip. Because we get the full jingweed trip, we're going to Texas. We decided on that. We're going to do the Dallas area. Uh, we have vehicles rented. Um, we're starting to talk golf. Uh, we'll lead into a hotel that we might be able to stay at for a reduced rate. So things are coming together there. we got all the players. There's eight of us. Uh, me, Casey, Andrew, Copenhaver who's I believe this will be number five for him. And we got Drew, who's coming back after last year. Jake Wood coming back after last year. And uh, newcomer, 
uh, Jimmy Cruz, who went on the band and trip with us, uh, he's coming. And uh, that should be it, I believe. That's all eight of us. So looking forward to that. Uh, going to, like I said, head down to the Dallas area. I've never been to the Dallas area. If anybody's uh, got any hookups in the Dallas area and want to let us know, uh, we got a few leads to calling some guys, getting on some golf courses. But uh, if anybody else wants to invite us out there, we will be there August 25th through the 29th. And, uh, yeah, probably play a minimum three rounds is what we always look forward to doing. And uh, then uh, maybe get a fourth one in there. But this year I know we had talked about, hey, maybe we're not going to get down there. Oh, you know who else I totally forgot Uh, was Chris Deiter from the Raven. He's a newcomer this year. Sorry, Chris. I thought I counted everybody. But that's group eight. Uh, a little bit of shit talking's already started with the uh, bets that we're going to probably get going, but we'll do Ryder Cup style. Like I said, three rounds minimum. Maybe we'll get crazy and go four, but seems as we get older, it's a little bit harder to put in all that golf in such a small period of time, but we definitely, it's always a good time. So we're looking forward to that as this all gets going. Uh, game is about to kick off here. Uh, English fans are uh, banana lands right now they're pumped uh, i advise anybody get over there what the fuck so the little rainbow car they have a little remote control car delivering the football out onto the field are you kidding me what the fuck okay it'd be so much cooler if a little fucking they always have like a little soccer kid run out there now they get a stupid little car covered in advertisement. Just stick stickers all over the little kid's back. You can get that shit done. I mean, running out there with shit hanging all off of them, tripping over banners and streamers for whatever advertisement, cell phones. Run out there with an apple on his head. Jesus. Here we go. But anyways, uh, back to the golf. So that squared away down in the Jingweed uh, this year. Looking forward to that, boys. And uh, speaking of Jimmy Cruz, Jimmy Cruz says that the uh, handicap's dropping like crazy and hole-in-one a couple weeks ago. No details on that, but it came through on a text message, and it was like, and it was funny because we all just kind of let it go by. No congrats, nothing. Uh, so none of us were there to see it, so we couldn't booze with you, Jimmy. Uh, we had uh, Papago Cactus and Pine event. It was a just a golf and lunch kind of deal. I had mentioned last week, you know, it was tough to get a lot of people out there to play just because of the time of year and the things that everybody, at least down here in the Valley, are doing as far as airification on the whole golf course, chucking sand everywhere. Uh, and obviously it's hot as hell coming, you know, following week of 4th of July. A lot of people on vacation are coming back from vacation. So again, tough time, but there was 24 of us. Thanks again for everybody that came out there and played. It was brutal. It was, uh, as far as heat and humidity, we started at 8.30 in the morning, and it, Papago, anybody that's played there, kind of sits in a bowl a little bit, surrounded by all the buttes, which probably get hot as hell and just radiate the heat out there, but it was humid as shit. Uh, but had a good time, moved fast, played a little shamble, uh, two best ball, and... Uh, I forget. I don't know Casey was on that winning team. He probably carried the whole entire team. Jake was on that team. And then, uh, yeah, a couple hundred bucks was uh, spilled out there because 
you know, lack of players coming out there, a little bit more money uh, closest to the pins, had some uh, sponsors. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring the closest to the pins. But anyway, it had been years since I had played uh, Papago. It's a fun little track for a muni. It's where ASU plays there. Uh, it's their home course. Uh, and I know they're uh, looking to uh, do some, quite a bit of renovation project again. And I think it's uh, to bring a, that course up to, I believe, the standard. Holy shit! We are less than two minutes into the game. England's up one nothing. That was quick. I did not see that. I didn't see that coming. Wow, this place is going bananas. These guys, have, fans have been boozing since yesterday and they just it all just paid off nice soccer in England is bananas to go to anyways I went to a regular season game years ago Liverpool and Arsenal just middle of the year actually it was right around Thanksgiving so kind of first third of their season just a regular game it was unreal best sporting event I've ever been to live Ever. And that's probably without even argument. And it's the atmosphere. These people live and die by this shit. This is a sick goal. Wow. Well, guess Italy's not going to have the chance to sit back and score one and then roast out the clock. They're going to have to fight back. I think that, that just changed their whole game plan. Uh, anyway, uh, what else we got going on? We got the project at the golf course. We finally laid some sodom, some tea boxes. Oh, got last week we did uh, 13, 14, 15 tea boxes, plus uh, the bunker that we covered in on 14. We sodded that whole area. Uh, and then just yesterday, we threw down. Um, some sawed on 16 tee boxes, 17 the new one, 18 the new one, and uh, number five. So those got grass on them finally. I'll uh, th- chuck up some pictures there. It looks awesome. Uh, it definitely helps tie it all together after the you know construction's been going on for two months over there. And finally, you throw some grass on there. And it kind of just pulls it all together. And, uh, you know, seeing... You know, at least some people that have been waiting around. You know, Martin's been kind of waiting, I'm sure. What's this all going to look like? And, you know, even some of our regular golfers this morning finally got a chance to see what it looked like. And it's uh, pretty sweet. So coming together really good. Uh, This week we'll uh, start the bunkers on the front side, reshaping those. And then uh, we just got to figure out. We've run into quite a a serious problem out here in the valley. Um... I'll dig a little bit into it uh, without major, major details, but any of you superintendents out there who uh, are looking for bunker sand, are looking for sand to top dress greens, uh, we're in trouble. These sand pits out here have pretty much, in a lack of a better way to say it right now, have given up on golf a little bit. Uh, There's so much construction going on out here that uh, the cement is worth way more. Uh, they're moving so much more of it, 
and it's so fast I can't even keep up on in that. I know some cement country uh, companies they won't even go to certain parts of the valley because it's not even worth it anymore. So they're making money on their mortar sand. Why are they going to turn on an extra machine or however that process goes, a cleaning of our sand for a couple hundred tons here and there? It's like getting onesie twosies when you can move millions. Uh, and they're at an 8,000 pound. There's a particular sand we're using out here that a lot of us use to top dress greens. It's not USGA spec. It's uh, kind of called, it's called a mesh 10 and it's, really one step away from USGA sand when you get it tested it's you know it's minus a lot of the fines which is fine out here for us or it's better I think a lot with especially the guys that have really salty water it's going to compact that surface even more if you have the fines in there anyways I've been using it for years on my push-up greens it's great and they're at as of Thursday they were at an 8,000 ton deficit on orders that are promised. There's 8,000 tons that are ordered of this stuff. They don't have any of it. And they don't have a plan of turning the process back on and making it. That sink in long enough? 8,000 tons. They got to make and fill orders before you can get any more. So that also puts us in bunker sand situation. The stuff that we wanted isn't around. Uh, and we're even having a harder time finding the more expensive uh, product that's out there. I don't need anything that's, you know, I kind of just for the people out here in the valley, you know, hey, we can get the stuff that TPC uses, truck it in from California and cost X to hundreds of dollars per ton. Well, that's not Desert Canyon. That's not a lot of golf course out here. One windstorm like last night and your bunkers are completely contaminated. Last night we finally got the Mon. We didn't have the soon. Tons of wind. I had zero rain. Uh, two trees down at the golf course. Roof ripped off the pump station, chucked into the lake. Uh, that thing's big old fat steel bars, so sunk or sunk to the bottom of the lake. Uh, we're going to have to fish that thing out at some point, but I'm going to have to get a crane in because anytime I get work going on, I work twice since I've been there on. Uh, two of the pumps and you're going to get a crane to pull the roof off and then a crane to pull the pump out so we're gonna have to call the crane company to fish and go fishing and uh, grab that thing out of the lake good thing it is built pretty sturdy and it's just laying in the lake uh, it doesn't look like it's damaged at all so win on that but one of those bullshit things in the golf course was covered in eucalyptus branches twigs leaves palm fronds uh, so we got a lot of work coming up this week just on cleanup and we got zero of the uh, rain out of that and we had the same storm or same type come in on Friday night and uh, our guest last week little Matty Rush lost 18 trees down at Trilogy uh, he said in the text message uh, it was the scariest storm he's seen in seven years uh, we do always make fun that Maddie's little compared to us, little guy, and uh, maybe just got a little scared. Uh, but anyways, that'll show you how badass it'll get out here when they really do hit. It's You wish that we got the rain, or at least I didn't get any. I don't know what he got down there, but I didn't get any from it. Now it's just a cleanup process that we don't really need at this point. Um, but back to that whole sand thing. 
uh, I would uh, call and start digging in and see what your the process is. I have a hundred tons sitting on the ground right now, and I was planning on going out maybe this week for sure. It was this week, if not next week, and just kind of give that light top dressing dusting that I do make sure are filled in all the holes. I'm pretty happy with the way the greens came out, but. Uh, always worth a nice little dusting before I start bringing down the heights of cut and start grooming and verticutting again. I don't want to do that quite yet because I'm just going to end up pulling out a lot of that sand that's on the surface, but it's got to get done because the 328 is getting real fat and leafy. It's just, that shit just loves to lay down and get fat. So a lot like me, lay down and get fat. Uh, so going to get the verticutters out on that thing, but I still want to top dress them, but I have uh, 100 tons sitting in my parking lot and now I'm thinking that I might have to slow down on the program until I figure out a sand source where I'm going to go and what I'm going to where I'm going to get it uh, or if they're ever going to turn it all back on because I got to save a lot of that sand from we overseed overseeds uh, shoot next week uh, well I'm 60 65 days or so from throwing seed uh, finally got some seed prices. We had been whining that the seed's going to go up and it's, uh, up a little more than 25%. I believe the math could be wrong on that. It was a dollar. No, almost 50%, 50%. It's up. So it was about a buck 10 last year, give or so, give or take a pound or, or a cent or two per pound. And this year I heard quotes of a dollar seventy to a dollar seventy five of the of the particular blend that I use. Uh and then I heard the poetry of the seed we overseed greens with. Uh that's up to four seventy five, I believe, or four fifty, four seventy five a pound, somewhere in that range. Uh one of the guys that did play, Justin, with Pure Seed, he played at the Papago event on Tuesday and he uh he said he was up in Oregon during their uh, heat wave and the word I heard him tell somebody, he said it was apocalyptic. He said, imagine all those people that, you know, 116, 118 degrees when you have zero, you know, AC and you're really not built for it. Uh, I can imagine what that's like. And then the seed crops, he said, took a beating. Uh, So that's probably going to play into this whole thing. But uh, we'll see how that goes. But at least we finally did get at least numbers uh, thrown around. So guys that need to start building budgets around that, making decisions on what they're going to do, how much seed they're going to throw. They're going to keep up to what they were always going to do and pass that you know, cost on to the customer. And up goes golf. Uh, I think golf is going to have to – I keep talking about it. It needs to take another bump as expensive as it is. Uh, everything else to run, it's just going through the roof. Cause if we can't find sand out here, we're going to have to start trucking it in from somewhere. Um, I mean, golf is, yeah, we talk cause we're so close to it that it's such a big impact to the economic impact to this Valley. And, you know, at $4.2 billion, I think it is now is the most recent impact study numbers that they got. Ah, uh, that's nothing compared to the highways and the uh, pads they're laying down to build these homes that are going up like out of control. So we're losing out on that. And it's, 
I mean, business is business. I understand it. And the other thing that I had mentioned to somebody is, you know, someone says to me, you know, how can they do that? And I, was, and I told the same story. I said, hey, you play a lot of golf. I said, but you drive on a lot more roads and you drive by a lot more buildings and structures that all need this concrete, you know, and plus those guys, I'm sure, never bitch and complain when there's a little handful of rocks on their green, you know, picking up and they find a little handful full of good sized rocks on their greens after they just top dressed it. And they, then you got to listen to the superintendent call up and say, I want this pile picked up. You know, this is bullshit. No cement uh, companies ever bitch like we do. So we may have put ourselves into this position a little bit, you know, demanding being such a small, in real terms, we're a small market when it comes to sand in the desert. Uh, And we expect a higher quality, which rightfully we need it. You know, that's what our job is to do to produce the best product we can and we're going to use the best resources we can and sometimes when it's our job and you know our budgets to manage when you're throwing sand out there that's got decent sized rocks and your guy just keeps going mowing through it and you're going through bed knives and reels like crazy then the owner or the bean counter starts asking questions uh, you got to start to think about that kind of shit so i don't know where we're going but please call your uh sources call all of them Figure out what they got. Figure out who's hoarding the sand. What they're going to do about it. Uh, might be another rallying cry that we all kind of need to get behind. Uh, like we're doing with the water. We're going to go fight water and sand. That's our next It's our next thing. You know, it's our next job is to keep this in. You know, it is part of it. You know, what does cactus and pine do? Do we have any voice by calling these sand pits? You know, is it worth a try? Hey, man, we got to rally 400, 500 deep even more uh, and go start knocking on doors and zoom calling and zoom meetings or whatever it is or just go walk into the pit with picket picket signs and sand wedges and golf balls and just start playing their pit like it's a bunker that'll be our rallying cry but anyways get on that uh figure it out uh what else we got going on uh i am solo but i am still doing drinking a beer which is nice. Uh, this is one of the ones when Jeremy sent out that package uh, from Massachusetts, one of the cans broke and everything. And then we called them back and they sent out six solos. So this kind of worked out. And uh, I get the uh, hazy harpoon IPA uh, harpoon brewery uh, backs south side of Boston. Uh, it is one of my favorite beer companies out there. Whenever I'm back home, it's, Kind of like Wachusett Brewery, it's drink a bunch of Wachusett's, drink a bunch of Harpoons, probably swing by the brewery because it's in such a cool spot in South Boston. Uh, I definitely recommend checking that part of it out because it's in one of the cooler parts of town or it's, you know, a little hop, skip, and a jump from the Back Bay. And uh, the Back Bay in Boston's badass. But anywho, we got the Harpoon Hazy IPA, solid par. Nothing special. 6.0, which is nice because it's not so, so boozy. Uh, cool can. It's the Harpoon way. And a badass tap. The beer taps are awesome. They're little mini Harpoons. Got one of those in one of the, in the collection. Actually, it is their original high PA. So we still got one zero. 
England, and uh, they're looking so far like they're going to probably score at any moment again is what I feel. But uh, what else is going on the golf course? Uh, air evading fairways. We've done half the place. We're kind of I'm moving along pretty good. The guys are moving along real well on that part. Uh, got sand on shoot nine. Uh, sorry, eight of the holes, and uh, we'll probably bang out four more this week, and then hopefully the last four next week, and I'll be done with that. The goal, my goal, anyway, is for the tractor ass when it's 118 degrees out and you're just jumping off the track to hop in the loader, put three scoops into the back, drive it halfway across the hole or down the hole, turn it on. And in 30 seconds, the hopper's empty back up to the parking lot or into the desert where I've dumped these piles off the tractor, into the loader, three little scoops back out of the tractor onto the top dresser cruising down. It's uh tractor ass is getting old. Those vinyl seats are hot as shit. Uh, so I'm looking forward to getting that thing done. My goal is end of, uh, July to be done other than probably whatever excess I have, which I shouldn't have much at all. Uh, putting about 33 tons an acre, 30 to 33 tons an acre is the goal anyway. Uh, and I just, I think I'm very close on a lot of that stuff. Uh, a little heavy in still some of the areas where they're high traffic. I've kind of spread it out a little bit, go heavy in the, for the past few years, I've been going heavy in the fairways only, and then uh, kind of up into the approach a little bit. And then the real high traffic areas on where people enter mainly onto the fairway and then where they exit, you know, right before the green, kind of making sure I'm putting some extra there. But this year I kind of started to spread a little bit further into some of the rough areas uh, and that's just going to make the whole place kind of fall together. And as the fairways are maintenance level sand now, now I can kind of add that little maintenance level, no bury in the rough, but just keep adding it to those trouble spots because it's coming in all these areas that I've been burying. So start dusting that stuff. And uh goal is to get, I'm sure, more traffic next year with how busy we're expecting golf to continue to be. I don't know why it wouldn't go down. I'm sure the people that bought all their golf clubs, they at least want a, another year. Hell, just bought these clubs. Got to go swing them, you know, and uh, maybe more and more f- fell in love. We've been pretty dead with the construction and everything going on, and we haven't really dropped our prices like the uh, like normally most of the courses out here in the Valley do. They just drop price and get as much as much play as they possibly can. People through the door, maybe they're more connected to the restaurant end of it, and they're trying to get people, you know, make the money out of the restaurant by getting them in there and eating fucking sliced turkey sandwiches and drinking two dollar Coors Lights. You know, you see some of these golf courses out. You get out here, twenty five bucks plus, you know, three beers. Jesus Christ, how do you make any money doing that? So we've kept it up almost to kind of keep that cheapo away and uh that way the guys can keep moving on this project it's it seems to me like it's been slow uh but it's just like everybody else we can't find the help on the construction end and uh so it's kind of slowing back or there's just a lot of work going on and uh, everybody's stretched thin i mentioned it last week you know everyone's you know trying to do too many of these jobs i see these guys on twitter and uh they'll send a picture it's like oh 
you know, cutting cops, doing setup, doing, you know, we call tea service. We empty the trash and do the bathrooms. Plus, he's got a hose strapped to the thing. And it's, you know, how much shit can you put in your cart and how many jobs can you get done because you're so short staffed? And I don't know. I look at it and it's like, oh man, a guy's working his ass off or she's working her ass off and that's awesome. But at what point is it like, okay, enough's enough. Go change cups today. You know, that's, that's enough of a job. You know, you don't need to be doing 14 of us, 14 of them. That's great that you can do them all. But at some point, is it, is it worth it to run around with the stress of trying to get all those jobs done and now half of them are half ass? You know, is it worth maybe not changing the cups tomorrow? You know? And save that job. You got to start light, you know, doing things a little bit more efficiently. But kudos to everybody that's working their tail off with this, uh, you know, the labor pool being so sh- so shitty. I'll say it so real shitty, and uh, or just the lack of it on our end, on anybody's end. Why would you want to go out there and you know stand outside and be yelled at for being on your phone when you can go work for Verizon and be on your phone all day long for the same amount of pay in the AC. The only problem is you got to deal with the general public and you come on our side and you got to deal with golfers and your boss. Ah, that beer is really good. It is really good. But, uh, you know, so anyways, I hope I get that done, but I want to get out there and, also, solid time the greens again. You know, we're getting a month away from, uh, oh, you just, you know, you just aerified them and whatever. Well, doesn't mean that a little solid time and a little dusting wouldn't help, but we got that sand issue. Uh, maybe I'll just go out there and bang the holes and maybe not put sand in them, but at least relieve them. You know, we're putting a lot of water on them right now uh, because of the heat. And obviously coming out of the uh, airification, trying to get them to fill in. So you almost over water a little bit. So another reason why you got to get out there and throw the pencils on them and open them up, let them breathe, get that gas to exchange and boom, you get those things filling in real good. Um, and as far as the project, like I said, we could, we're going to spray the bunker liner soon here, as soon as we figure out the sand issue. I'll spray that on there, and the goal is to spray a layer of the sand, so if any of the sand, you know, the face washes down, we'll still have that exposed, you know, white sand or white or different colored sand that'll show the face of the bunker, you know, look, make it look clean, uh, something to help save on the labor. That way I'm not out, I can get in there and just maybe rake the bottoms every day, and every day I don't have to worry about making sure that sand's up on the walls because I do have some of it glued there. And the faces are so steep that no one's ball's ever going to, you know, it's not going to hit the thing and go ricocheting, you know, backwards, you know, like it hit a rock. It's not going to be that kind of level of gluing the stuff down. But hopefully we can get that in there. Uh, Be really nice to see most of this project wrapped up in the next two weeks. But I say it's another month and then I'll have a month to really grow everything in. And uh, then we'll be overseeding right into it. So that wasn't part of the plan, but it is what it is. You know, it's not like anything has stopped. It's just kind of going along. We, um, on Instagram, I had put up and on Twitter about using the eco mat. It's, uh, from Hunter 
makes it and uh or at least they yeah hunter makes it and i got it through ewing our distributor out here and they helped out and sponsored uh those two mats we're going to see how those things work they're sub irrigation uh logically and how the whole product lays out it looks like it should work really well uh but i don't you know i know it's been used at a house out here in paradise valley area and then uh, the sales rep said their claim to fame is that it's at Celine Dion's house up in Vegas. Uh, didn't want any spots on her windows because the windows go from the roof of the house to the floor of the house, apparently, into the backyard. I'm sure that's shitty view. Uh, but didn't want the water spots on the windows all the time, so they put this under there, and it's totally successful. But that's at someone's yard with, you know, people aren't pounding divots off it not that they're going to take a four inch divot but it's real world application with use on it every single day uh so we'll see how that thing works out i'm excited to see it work i'm obviously right now i'm kind of uh the grass just went in yesterday so tomorrow when i go in i'm going to turn those valves on and start soaking it from the bottom now at least that profile's wet from the couple of start times that i got thrown over the top but uh, I want to thank, again, Hunter and Ewing uh, for helping us out get that thing uh, cut it. I don't know really what the deal was. I just know they were helping us out by making sure that this thing worked there. And if anybody has any questions on it, I'll be more than happy to answer as I get into this thing and see how they work. And, uh, you know, how often am I going to have to, you know, use the overhead sprinkler system rather than uh, continuously stay on the sub-irrigation? My goal is only overseed. Um, and I don't know, I see it all working out just fine, but, uh, touch base on that thing as time goes by, we're getting into 27 minutes in and it's still one, nothing. And Italy's now dinking and dunking the ball around playing keep away, but no shotsies or not, nothing exciting that I've seen so far as far as to scare anybody. Um, Oh, you know what else I got sucked into doing last night instead of, uh, well, after we had left, we went to Four Peaks as a full group and had a couple of beers and some dinner and karaoke. Who the fuck invented that? That is the worst. It's hands down the worst thing I've probably ever been to is to listen to people effort that. Isn't that what they make showers and long car rides for? Is so you can sing at your heart's delight and only you got to hear it? Um, It's brutal, man. It's like fucking a bunch of farm animals having sexy time. That's what it sounds like. Guys up there singing, you know, the doors. (laughs) I I mean, we've all seen it. And to you that love that thing... Sorry, but holy shit. I'm sure you're like fucking Michael Bolton up there every time. Uh, it was brutal. Brutal, brutal, brutal. And the sad part is there's like six people in there watching you. You know, bar's full. You know, or it's huge. Full every other night. Karaoke night comes in. There's you and your six friends and then like the one dude that's going to get up there and sing Piano Man. It's his song. Timmy loves singing this song. It's awesome, man. And he's by himself. 
drooling into his Budweiser's, smoking Newports in between songs. I'm explaining a guy that I had a chat with about this last night. He came out after singing his... What he's Three of the songs he picked all had more background music or background vocals that apparently you don't sing when you're in, doing karaoke. You let the record do it. So if you get that shitty song that's just on a loop with background vocals, you get to go do the doot-doos and someone else sings the song. Sweet tune, dude. Yeah, some guy came out to smoke his Newport, and I was like, sweet tune you sang. He's like, thanks, man. I was like, and I kind of it kind of went on a little bit longer. He didn't even get it that I was ripping on him. So F me, I guess. Guy was all trying to have a good time singing his doo-doos. But yeah, karaoke's brutal. Um, what else? Seed prices. Oh, Hack Attack. Hack Attack, we're going back to uh, the boulders this week. Haven't been there in forever. Uh, I know Craig Weinhold, an old softball teammate back in the day when I was playing that. He's up there right now, so that also helped. Uh, I know he was at uh, a couple of the other golf courses back, shoot, 10 years ago now. Some of the other ones that he worked at that he was always involved in with Hack Attack. So now that he's up at the boulders, he's got us going up there. I haven't played that place. Shoot, I bet it's been 15 years since I've been to the boulders. The only problem is I don't know if I'll be able to get there. I'm sending my assistant. Um, I just don't know if I'm going. That's kind of going to be a game-time decision on that one. Uh, I think uh, as far as the solo run, sorry, it was a short one. Just wanted to keep the content coming. Wanted to say hi to everybody. Dan. Hope you're having a wonderful vacation. Andy, always thank you for producing this thing and editing it and chucking in some music. Just a little bit longer, we want a couple of those tunes. With that, I'm going to say, later! Stay pissed. Go England.